We want to thank you for joining us on the Heights Baptist Podcast. On this podcast, you'll be able to listen to sermons and episodes such as this in which we discuss practical ways to grow in your faith as a believer in Jesus. At Heights, our mission is to love and to lead all people to a new life with Christ. You can find out more about our church and how you can uh, engage and plug into the life of Heights at heightschurch.org. I want to welcome you to episode number five. Uh, my name is Lee, and I'm the lead pastor here at Heights, and I'm joined, as always, with our worship pastor, Pastor Matt Hogan. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how to worship the Lord, even in a time in which we are having to stay socially distant from one another. And so, Matt, I appreciate you um, joining me again. And, and this is kind of a topic I know that's been um, on your heart and in your mind as a, as a worship pastor is how to help people you know, to continue to engage and in, in growing in their faith in a period of time that's, you know, we're having to stay socially distant or uh, in our case as a church, you know, we've been back in person for several months now, uh, but we know there's still a good portion of our membership that uh, is still online, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so just how we can kind of do that. And I, I really appreciate you uh, bringing that up. And so thanks for thinking about this topic today. And it's my pleasure. You know, it's one of the things that's always been near and dear to my heart as a worship leader is that uh, corporate worship, when the, when the body gathers on Sunday morning, worship is something that we do together mm-hmm. and, you know, with other people. Right. Um, it, uh, you can listen to worship songs on Spotify and you can listen to sermons in your car and th- you can do a lot of the th- same things that we do at church by yourself, but there's something special about when we as the body of Christ can gather together. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been something that's really missing for a lot of our people right now. Yeah. You know, it's um, at this point uh, at Heights, most of our ministries are, are open and we're able to gather in person again. Um, but we have a lot of folks who, uh, because of health issues, mm-hmm or maybe because of uh, things that are going on with family members, if right. they have vulnerable people in their family, or if you yeah. some of some of our special needs families or families with special needs children, uh, they're gonna have to continue to worship at a distance for a while. You right. know? And so it's important for us to think about how we can engage and be a part of the community um, while we're still social distancing. Yeah, and I think, you know, when all of this started back in March, um, you know, we, we as a church back in March made the decision to go strictly online, mm-hmm. uh, like most churches did, you know, throughout you know, the country. Um, and thankfully, we were already working on live streaming. Um, and so we had a lot of the equipment and things, but, you know, we, we had to jump in the deep end of the pool yeah. of like, how do we do this pretty much overnight and become an online church, mm-hmm. you know, and now... We've transitioned back uh, in person at the end of May, uh, but we see the value still, I think, in, in online ministries and being able to connect to people online, um, not just because of social distancing, but being able to reach out in, in new ways. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think there's blessings in that, but I think there is, there is tension in, in how do you how do you gather from a distance, right. you know, and I, I know there's probably a lot of theological topics we can get into here. We want to lend a little bit more today in the practical because I think there are situations still now where there are people who I know in our membership, we're like, yeah, we, we totally understand like you need to stay 
uh, home in, in a way because, like you said, health issues. Yeah. I would point to the in-person always being the ideal. Right. You know, you think of like Hebrews 24 and 25, uh, chapter 10, 24 and 25, where it says, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and to good works, not neglecting to meet together as in the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day of Christ drawing near. And so there is that, that portion of worship uh, in time where we're worshiping together, where we are trying to encourage each other, we're trying to build up each other in the faith, um, you know, we're, we're trying to help each other love the Lord more stirring that up, you know, and so it's the not neglecting that part. Right. Um, but there is that tension now. How do, how do you do that at home? Right. If it's just your family unit or by yourself, you know, um, so let, let's, let's dive into some practical ways. I think that still can happen. Um, you know, I, so as a worship pastor, you have somebody at home watching. What's well, one of the first things you tell them, you know, here, here's how I'd say, stay involved. Well, the first thing I always tell them is sing really loud, even if you're the only one at the house. Let the neighbors hear it, I man. mean, yeah, I mean, li literally, like, I, well, I would encourage you. And, and I've talked to some folks back when we were all worshiping online. Right. Like, I, we talked about some of these things, like, like are, are y'all really singing mm -hmm. at home, or are you just more listening? And, yeah. And, and, and different people kind of approach that differently, because they're like, well, it feels kind of weird to sing along with my phone, or it feels weird to sing along with the TV. Um, and, and so I certainly understand that. And then again, like, I actually, back in March and April, we saw like family groups meeting mm -hmm. together and we almost had like little cell house churches. Right. And that was cool. I mean, they were like standing up when it was yeah. time to stand up and, <laughs> and sitting down when it was time yeah. to sit down. And, and I thought that was really cool. Um, but one of the things that I think is, is best is if you can, if you can stream the service live, mm -hmm. um, if you can stream the service live, I think that's preferable than watching it later. Now we make the services available later. If you can't watch either at nine or at 1030, but if you are able to interact live, then you can say good morning, some people in the comments section. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of fellowship that happens, mm -hmm. you know, in, in that Facebook comments section. Yeah. That was one of the things that was really fun and exciting about doing church online, even though we were all in our, um, in our living rooms, was yeah. you know, being able to say hi to everybody and connect with people. And, and so that makes it, that makes it a two way experience yes. yeah. rather than if you go and watch later, which, which is fine. Like if you've got to work or whatever, right. if you need to watch later, that's fine. Um, but that's more of a one way where you're not really able to, uh, participate with other folks in real time. Yeah. So watch live if you can. Right. And if you can't, obviously, you know, watch later. Yeah. And I would, I would agree on the singing part. I know that may be weird for some, um, but my family would attest that I sing a lot around the house and I'm horrible. <laughs> like I'm just, I'm horrible, but there's times where I get, you know, a song in my mind, in my heart, like how great thou art. And I'm just walking around singing, you know, and Sandra's sometimes like, you're being too loud. <laughs> like, Stop singing. You're being too loud. But, but there is, I think in the, as you're, if you're able to watch it live, like you said, that's a way to join in with the one another mm -hmm. in singing, even though you are social distant. Um, I agree on the comments. Like even that, I mean, folks are still doing that really well now, mm -hmm. you know, because you can stream uh, the service at 9 a.m. at 10.30 on the Heights Facebook page, Heights YouTube page. 
Facebook is a little more interactive in the comments. Mm -hmm. uh, but I usually even, you know, even I'm in the room, I'll jump on my phone while we're singing once or twice and say hi or, man, this is a great song or let people know what the passage is going to be that morning. And, mm -hmm. and it's always neat to see the good morning, how are you doing? Or um, so I, I think that is that's a great way to kind of continue to stay engaged in that way. Um, I want to just kind of put out to 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 watch your church primarily. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think this is also brought up a lot of church shopping online. Yeah. You know, um, and again, I'm not saying if you're watching a good church, I'm not saying that's bad, but, you know, we're seeing, and I think we've experienced some too, where there've been people who've watched us from other churches. And then some of our folks, you know, I'll hear like, Hey, I watched four churches on Sunday. And I'm, again, I'm not putting down watching other preachers online if they're good preachers, right? but to make sure you're primarily watching the church you're connected to, mm -hmm. to stay connected to that church yes. you know? and, and not kind of create that consumer mentality of, well, I like the music here and I like the preaching here. And, you know, so I'm going to watch the music on this church and then I'm going to watch the preaching over here, or, you know, vice versa, just kind of stay engaged, you know, with the, with your church primarily. Yeah, so, yeah. definitely. What would be another way? Um, well, one of the things that I struggled with when I was doing this at home with my kids was just trying to get them into church mode. Yeah. You know, normally we get up in the morning and, and we put on church clothes and we drive to a building right. and we and it's worship time. Um, when we were all worshiping online, it was like it was cartoons. It was it was like another <laughs> Saturday morning. Yeah. You know, and so now one of the things I enjoyed about the online only time was that I got to make breakfast for my family. And right. of course, as somebody who's on staff at a church, that's not something I typically get to do on Sunday morning. And yeah. so I would make breakfast for everybody. We'd eat breakfast and then I'd, you know, fire up the laptop and get ready to do the stream. And then I would be like, all right, kids, everybody come on in. <laughs> everybody gets their Bible. Everybody gets their worksheet. Yeah. Um, and so what I was trying to do is just sort of to, to build some good habits to say like, this isn't something that's just going to be on in the background right. while we're doing whatever, like we're actually going to have church at home. Yeah. And I think even if you're, even if you live alone, even mm. if you're by yourself, yeah. like it's a good idea to kind of have a spot Mm -hmm. where you're saying, this is where I'm going to be yeah. on Sunday morning at, or whatever time, but preferably Sunday morning if you can, yeah. you know, be in a certain place and a certain time, be engaged. Don't just like have it on and go do something else, right. um, but try and set aside that time to, again, um, focus yourself on, on the singing and the preaching of God's word and also to participate in the comments section. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was thinking like even... If you're here, most people sit in the same seats. That's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> sit in the same seat at your house, you know. <laughs> but there is something to that because we are we are creatures of habit. Yes. And and going to church is a habit, you know. And I know that doesn't sound super spiritual, but it is. It's a habit. It's a discipline. You know, you have to discipline yourself to get up, to get ready, to come to a service, mm -hmm. you know? So in that mindset of if I can't join in person, um, I, need to, I need to build that discipline of joining online. Mm -hmm. uh, and so to build that idea of, and I've heard some of our members do that, you know, they're getting up and they're putting on their Sunday clothes. And even if it's just them by themselves, because it is, it's that mindset of, 
I'm going to do this. I'm going to worship. I'm setting aside the time mm-hmm. uh, to be able to do it. I think that's a fantastic way, you know, because there's times where I, you know, there's, there's areas in my office where I like to kneel and pray, um, not because they're like the holy corner or anything. It's just, it helps me to get up from my chair or, you know, away from the laptop, go pray over here at home. Uh, there's areas where I like to read my Bible you know, and same thing. It's just a mind shift of, okay, I'm going to stop doing this and I'm going to start reading my Bible. And so I, I, I agree. I think that's great advice. You know, you can be watching, washing the dishes and watching church, but let the dishes wait you know, right. and get it good and engaged uh, at home. And so, so talk about a little bit, let's, let's get into kind of relationships. And we've mentioned the comments section but what would be some other ways for people who are having to socially distant to still stay relationally connected uh, to a church right now? Right. Well, a lot of what we've talked about so far has been sort of the Sunday morning service or right. the Sunday morning live stream. Um, another crucial part of staying engaged to your church while you're socially distancing is your life group. Yeah. Um, I have been really impressed with uh, the efforts that a lot of our life groups have made mm-hmm. uh, in order to have an online presence. Yeah. We've got life groups that are meeting on Zoom. Right. We've got life groups that are doing Facebook Live. Um, and uh, that's just been very encouraging to me mm-hmm. to see life group and life group leaders that say, you know what, this is important. It's important to, uh, to us to have a digital outlet so that our people can still be involved yeah. and engaged. Yeah. And so I think it's really, really important now more than ever, right. you know, because if you're in a in, if you're in a rhythm to go into church every Sunday, then you're going to automatically see a lot of people every Sunday. Now that you're socially distant, you're going to need to make that extra effort yeah. to make those personal connections with the people in your life group. Right. So what I would say is, if your if your life group um, is doing an online option right now, if they're on Facebook or if they're on Zoom, th- then participate in that. Yeah. Because that's really, that's another really important part of the body gathering. Right. Um, if you, if you're part of a group that, that isn't doing that, um, I would suggest maybe talk to leadership about starting that or mm-hmm. exploring options to do that or possibly joining a group that's an online only group yeah. or that's, that, that, that has an online option. Yeah. Um, because it's just so important. Um, to be able to make those connections. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about, you know, not forsaking uh, the, the gathering together. Uh, the Proverbs talks about iron sharpens iron. You know, a, yeah. uh, the, the Christian life is not meant to be lived alone. Right. You know, it's something that we need the, to be in fellowship and community with other people. Yeah. And so right now that might mean a Zoom call right. or it might be mean watching and commenting on Facebook Live. Yeah. But take advantage of those opportunities and stay engaged with your life group. Right, yeah, and I would agree all with that. You know, calls, text, emails. Um, I've heard some of our members, you know, who are able to come back on a Sunday or like, you know, you can still come visit, but we're going to sit outside and, you know, kind of away from each other across the yard or something. And, you know, so just any little thing like that, I think, is so important. It's an important step to take uh, because my concern over time, because we know once 2021 rolls around, all this just doesn't magically go away. We're going to still be dealing with this is... um, my concern over time is there's just going to be people who go, you know, hey, online's good enough, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I can just watch a church 
at my convenience and I don't need to plug into the life of a church. And, right. and we, we've mentioned a couple of other passages where I think biblically that we would point people toward, no, there's more than just watching, mm-hmm. um, you know, serving one another. I still think there's ways you can serve um, while you're quarantined or while you're kind of socially distanced. You know, uh, the New Testament says there's, there's 59 one another commands in the New Testament of love one another, pray for one another, serve one another. Um, so what would be some ways you think of how people could serve if they say, hey, you know what, I can't be around big groups. How in the world am I going to serve somebody right now? What, what do you think? Um, I mean, a, a prayer is the one that comes mm-hmm. to mind uh, right off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, the greatest prayer warrior in my life is my grandmother. Right. And obviously it, living in the age of COVID-19, uh, she's not getting out much right now. Mm-hmm. Um, a, another great prayer warrior uh, is my mom. Mm-hmm. And my mom is very healthy, but she's still in that, you know, that vulnerable category. Yeah. And so my mom really just because she's, you know, she's, she's a person who, who will follow, who will follow rules and procedures and guidelines. And, you know, this is what she's been instructed to do. And she's, she's done her very best to, to, to follow that. So she's starting to get out now a little bit, but it's been like seven months. Right. Right. Um, and, but she's constantly, you know, how can I pray for you this week? What's going on? You know, I'm here with my Bible, you know, I'm going down my list Mm. of the people that I'm praying for. Mm. Um, uh, other, Mm. other things I can think of, you know, there's, um, uh, there's ways that you can continue to uh, support uh, the ministry of your church uh, and other um, organizations financially. Mm-hmm. You know that's an important thing to keep in mind. Yeah. You know is to continue to 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 be a, a financial support to to your local church and other organizations that right. you might support. Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, those are great. And also maybe texting someone, writing a note, emailing. You know, we've talked about life groups, and so if you're not able to be with your life group in person, taking that initiative to still encourage someone, that's mm-hmm. a way to serve. Um, you know, if you uh, see somebody you know uh, online, you know, hey, drop a comment. We've talked about the comment sections in the, in the you know, live streams, and that's more than just saying hello, I think, on a Sunday morning. I think that's a way to encourage someone. You know, and I, I've seen some of our, our folks do that with guests, you know, which has been neat. Like someone pops up and says, good morning. And then they're like, hey, good morning. You know, I don't know you or, or something. They introduce themselves like that's that's a way to serve, you yeah. know, because that might be somebody who like, well, I don't, I don't know who that person is. But wow, that's kind of neat that they're they're saying hello. You're so. like an online greeter. Right. Yeah. And I think that's. That's something we wouldn't have thought about at the beginning of 2020 of a way to serve someone. But your mom's one who's faithful in doing that. And, you know, and I'm always like, oh, there she is. You know, that, yeah. that encourages me to see her presence. You, you know? are you have become a part of the hospitality mission of Heights Baptist Church and you haven't left your house. Right. Like that's kind of that's kind of exciting when you think about it. It is because, you know, one thing I always tell people in suffering when they're going through a hard time that when they show up to church and they sing and they worship, that their presence in suffering is encouraging someone else because someone may know, hey, I know that person and they're going through this in their life and man, they showed up to worship God today. And so I think we can put that into the online category and say, you know, hey, here's this person who is having to stay socially distanced from health, but look at their faithfulness 
in the comments section. Look at their faithfulness and giving. Look at their faithfulness and texting someone or, or reaching out to someone. And I, I, I know it's, it's a click of a button, but the share button. I mean, that's the easiest way to invite people to church right now is just go share. Yeah. And, then it, and then it goes out to all your Facebook friends and you just don't know who's going to watch it now. I mean, between your mom and my mom, we've gone multi-state. That's right. right? That's right. <laughs> West coast, east coast, you know what I mean? And so, but I, that's, a, that's a simple way uh, to share something that, that you just don't know the profound impact that may have. And I, I got a story about that. Uh, the other day of, of one of our members um, who contacted me and said, you know, I have a friend in this state, you know, states away from us, East Coast. And they said they were going through a hard time and you had just preached on this topic. And so I said, hey, go to our YouTube page and watch this. Mm-hmm. And now that person's watching, you know, and they're like, wow, that really helped me. And so you just, you never know uh, the ways those things are going to help. So, So we've talked about worshiping online. We've talked about staying connected to life groups online. We've talked about serving online. Uh, One more aspect of this that I was thinking about was what about how do we kind of make sure that we maintain our own uh, personal spiritual disciplines? Mm -hmm. I I don't know about you, but it's almost like when when COVID happened, like time kind of stood still. Right. A lot of us were working from home or you know, and, and the day is kind of dragged together. And so I, I don't know about you, but like the temptation for me was like, do a lot of binge watching <laughs> and catch up on yeah. some Netflix. Yeah. And, and so between the, the stress and the anxiety that comes from COVID right. and some of the isolation that comes from COVID, I would imagine it would probably be easy to sort of like, mm-hmm. well, I can, I can read the Bible tomorrow. I mean, mm-hmm. I got all week. It's not like I'm going anywhere. Right. What, what, what do you think about that? I think a lot of what we said would apply to that. It's a, it's a disciplined thing. Build that routine. Find those spots to read, pray. You know, practice that discipline of, okay, I'm going to read. Here's my plan. You know, you, if you um, fail to plan, you're going you're gonna to fail in your plans. You know, I mean, you, you have to plan. Uh, those things. And so to build that regular rhythm again, you know, because we're habit people, we're rhythm people, we wake up pretty much the same time every day, we go to bed the same time every day, we get our coffee in the morning at the same time, you know, insert those things in that discipline, I think's the the key thing there. So, yeah. So good. What else would you encourage kind of a, you know, end of every episode, we give a kind of one takeaway statement. So what's your one takeaway today for our listeners? I've heard it said, and this applies to a lot of situations, but um, sometimes people say, you know, you're going to get out of this what you put into it. Mm. If you're worshiping from home long term, yeah, this is going to be a time where you're going to have to put a little bit more into, put a little more effort into right. staying connected to the body. And what I would say is that extra bit of effort that mm. you that you do to stay connected to your body to the body of Christ over social distancing is well worth it. Yeah, good. And I, I think my, my one takeaway is simply this, don't give up on God and don't give up on the church during this time. You know, we, we are in, again, I know unprecedented has <laughs> been used in the media a lot, but we are. We're in times right now that we in this generation haven't been in. Right. Um, and, and we're dealing with things right now we haven't had to deal with before. Uh, this is a culture that's really turned like a speedboat in a lot of ways on many different things. So don't give up on God. You know, don't give up on your church. 
um, whether you're, you're a member of our church or you're listening and you're a member of another church. I guarantee they're trying to do the best they can, you know, to minister to now two groups. And we've talked about this in our staff of, you know, there's the people we see that we can minister to. And then there's the people we don't see that are online. And we don't want to just minister to the people in front of us. Right. We want to minister to the folks that we can't see. We know they're there or engaged, but we're having to learn how to do that. Right. (laughs) So we've never had to do that, you know, and, and so don't give up on God during this time. Don't give up on the church. Uh, that you're a part of, I think is, is my big takeaway in thinking of this. So we want to thank you uh, for joining us today on our podcast, and we invite you uh, to join us in person if you can. I know we've talked a lot today about uh, worshiping from a distance, but if you are able to make it uh, in person, we have uh, two worship services on Sunday morning at 9 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. where we are practicing social distancing uh, here in our worship center. And so we encourage you, if you can make those uh, services in person, to do so. If you need to watch online or, or as, as Pastor Matt said, maybe you're a worker who works Sunday mornings and you want to catch up later, uh, you can watch live on Sunday mornings at 9 and 10.30 a.m. at our Heights Facebook page and our Heights YouTube page, or you can watch those replays of those services on our Heights YouTube page at any time. And so we encourage you uh, to do that as well. While you're there at the YouTube page, go on and hit the subscribe button. And that way, all of the uh, updated content will be able to be fresh for you when you come to the page. And we want to thank you so much for joining us, listening, sharing this uh, episode and any previous episodes with your friends. And until next time, I wish you the best and God bless.